Hello and welcome to Stay Awake Radio featuring Pastor Bill Henry. Bill is the senior pastor at Simple Faith Calvary Chapel in Vancouver. Now over the next hour, Pastor Bill is going to relate the Word of God to the events we see occurring around us today. There's a lot going on, as I'm sure you know, and Pastor Bill is going to look at the headlines from a biblical perspective. I want to remind you that Pastor Bill wants you to be involved by sending him any questions you'd like to have answered. Send your questions to info at stayawakeradio.org. And you can visit our website anytime at stayawakeradio.org. Now let's join Pastor Bill Henry for today's edition of Stay Awake Radio. Well, hello and welcome once again to Stay Awake Radio, the program uh, designed to help us all just to look around us, uh, to be watching for the return of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, but doing so in a sober and biblical manner. Hey, welcome to the program today. So many things happening uh, within our world today. Uh, and this week, uh, as we celebrated Martin Luther King Jr. Day, uh, for some that can be kind of a controversial day. I have chosen to kind of take it the other way uh, and celebrate the good that he did, and he did a lot of good, and uh, even the pastoral side of him uh, had a lot of marvelous uh, and biblically uh, accurate sermons. And again, I'm not saying I agree with everything he said or did, um, but I do agree with what he represents and to a whole lot of people here within this country uh, and around the world for that matter. And I, I believe that um, he, people like him are needed. Men like him are needed more today than ever. Um, and again, we're all imperfect. I, I don't care who we are. Uh, if we <laughs> dig too far, too deep, we're all going to find sin because that's what we still are, right? Uh, those who sin, uh, but by the grace of God, are who we are, as Paul the Apostle said. Um, so again, I pray that if you ce- if you celebrated that week, you had a, a good celebration of it. Uh, and if not, we still at least remember uh, a man who was trying to do that which was right uh, and stood up against a, a huge evil w- within this comp- country um, and also did a lot of good. We're going to be talking about him, I think, a little bit later as time permits. Um, but I just wanted to talk. I always like to start with time in the Word. Um, and today I was brought to um, my heart uh, was Second Thessalonians chapter 2, um, where it said, um, basically talks about the lawless one who is coming, and uh, it goes into chapter, verse 5, don't you remember, Paul says, uh, that when I was with you, I used to tell you these things, and now you know what is holding him back, the Antichrist, uh, so that he may be revealed at the proper time. For the secret power of lawlessness uh, is already at work. And (laughs) we see that, Paul saw that even back then. And basically that's Satan, right? He's the spirit of uh, lawlessness, and he's the exact opposite of God. And so, but it goes on to say uh, he's already at work, and, and, and today, like I believe more than ever. But the one who now holds back, Paul continues, will continue to do so till he is taken out of the way. Uh, so the one who holds it back, the Holy Spirit of God, and I believe that this is talking about the, the Holy Spirit in the church today, uh, and that, that the church will be taken out of the way. Now, it's interesting because a lot of people will say, well, what do you mean the Holy Spirit's not going to be here any longer? No, he's still going to be here. Um, he's going to be here, though, in a different working, a different ministry, ministration or ministry, uh, if you will. Uh, the church will be gone. So those believers who come believers during the tribulation— uh, will be saved, um, again, by the working of the Holy Spirit uh, as he convicts the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment, what Jesus said. Um, but they won't be then brought into the church from what we understand. There'll be uh, tribulation saints, those who will go under an altar if they're they're killed during the tribulation, crying out for justice, as we see in the book of Revelation. Um, but again, it's an interesting thing to look at, is, is the Holy Spirit is now holding back uh, the lawless one, the lawlessness that is already at work. And so as you look around today and we see lawlessness, that's probably the, the biggest story of the day. I would say it's kind of twofold, although it's really bursting at the seams uh, this last week and a half. Um, but it's, I would say, lawlessness and deception are probably the two largest things that are bursting. And uh, it's interesting because so we see lawlessness already at work, but the 
you know, now we know who's holding the one. And again, this is that's a personal pronoun, by the way, uh, talking about a person until he is taken out of the way, the Holy Spirit. Again, I believe when the rapture comes, then the church is taken out of the way, the Holy the church um, body will no longer be here upon the earth, no longer be the salt and light of the earth. Um, and so it, all of a sudden that, that restraining force is going to be taken back and the Holy Spirit is going to be used in a different way. He's, notice it doesn't say he's gone, it's just taken out of the way. And then the lawless one will be revealed whom the Lord Jesus Christ will overthrow with the breath of his mouth and destroy it by splendor of his coming. The coming of the lawless one. So now notice he takes a step back. So he just said, man, one day Satan's going to be destroyed with the breath of the mouth. Um, at, at the splendor was coming, but then verse nine takes a step back again. But the coming of the lawless one will be in accordance with how Satan works. He will use all sorts of displays of power through signs and wonders that serve the lie, and all the ways that the wickedness deceives those who are perishing. Now, notice here we come into verse ten, and all the ways that wickedness deceives those who are perishing. Man, we see so much deceit today. Um, I, I. I have a news feed. It's one of the ways that I keep track of what's going on, or try to at least, around the world, uh, in our country, in Israel, and other parts of the world. Um, and yet, it's interesting because these are news feeds from all over the place, from Reuters to Fox News to CNN, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but most of the, the headlines, they're so deceitful even. And then you get into the story, and there's so many so many more lies and half-truths, and it's just crazy. Um, but so many people are being deceived today, and, and these are those who are perishing. And it goes on to say they perish because they refuse to love the truth uh, and so be saved. So again, as we see so many people today, why are so many people believing this whole stuff about um, you know the coronavirus and uh, that it just came from a wet market in China there, <laughs> you know, and you're just, it, it doesn't make any sense. And and. Um, as we see that, oh, well, golly, they were just happened to be doing gain-of-function research there in Wuhan at the lab on that very virus. Well, how many other, you know, labs were doing research on this? Well, as far as we know, none in the whole world. So the only lab in the whole world that was doing any work on the coronavirus at that time was in Wuhan, China. So, and then, you know, somehow that virus escapes, and yet even today there's still stories out there. Well, now they're saying that it, they think it came from a lab. Well, of course it came from a lab. It, it, you have to be deceived, honestly, to think anything else. It didn't come miraculously from, uh, you know, some jungle two or three hundred miles away. A wet market, by the way, is, is just the locals getting together and, and bringing local things into their produce to sell them very cheaply. They're not going to bring things from two, 300 miles away. But then again, like I said, even if they did, um, to cross over into human, that's what they call gain of function. Um, it doesn't make any sense. Now, this show isn't on the coronavirus today. Don't get me wrong. But again, there's so many people who just, there's, they believe the, the, the lies. Oh, it just happened. It didn't, uh, no, this was being worked on as a, a biological weapon in Wuhan, China. By the way, we, the United States, were working with China in that. So it's not just China that would be responsible. It was our money, millions of dollars that we, that, you know, has been traced to us. Uh, and Fauci, by the way, Dr. Fauci, um, overseeing this and gain of function research to, because it was they were trying to use it as a biological weapon. But the point is this: so many people are deceived with that; they don't believe this, the plain facts. And here's the thing: the reason that they they perish and they're believing this is because Paul writes here they refuse to love the truth and so be saved. And it goes on to say, for this reason, God sends them a powerful delusion so they will not believe, or so, excuse me, so they will believe the lie. Now I believe that this part is still coming, and because it goes on to say, you know, and so that uh, all will be condemned who have not believed the truth but have delighted uh, in wickedness. So these things aren't going to come until the lawless one is revealed, um, and then I believe this strong delusion will come. But I think we're already seeing, as some like to say, I think Pastor Barry Stagner uh, likes to say, you know, these are just kind of, we can hear the footprints or the the hoofbeats of the, the, the four horsemen of the apocalypse. We, in other words, we see these foreshadowings. We see these the deception already here. 
Uh, and I think that's one of the main thing I want to warn about, because even in Matthew or you go to Luke, uh, so many times uh, with Paul's writings, uh, Peter, uh, John, we're warned about deception in the last days. And there's so much deception happening today and so much misinformation. Uh, and, and we have, it's interesting, because for the, 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 the greatest time in the history of the world, as far as we have the, the most access uh, to information, but at the same time, because there is so much information, it can be hard to find which is the true information, because one website says this, another website says that, one news channel says this, another news channel says that. And so to be those, um, if we love the truth, here's the key, right? I love what Paul writes in the middle of all this in verse 10. They perish because they refuse to love the truth and so be saved. Now, if we're a Christian and we love the truth of God, and, and Jesus Christ, number one, is the truth. Amen? I am the way, the truth, and the life, Jesus said. So no man comes to the Father but by me. So Jesus is the truth. We love the truth, but we also love the truth, the truth of God's Word. Because God's Word is breathed out. It is breathed out by the Holy Spirit in these 66 books we call the Bible, and written by some 40 authors. And this is the truth of the Word of God. So if we believe in God, if we love Jesus, if we love the truth, we will also love his word. It's an impossibility to love Jesus and then not love his word because his word is him. In the beginning was the word, and later you know, goes on to tell us that the word became flesh and dwelt among us. That's Jesus. Jesus is the word of God that, that we have in our hands, and we take it so for granted. His word is living. His word is truth. And so to be those who love the Word of God, who walk in loving obedience to the Word of God, again, not because um, we want to get saved, but because it's a byproduct of our salvation. In other words, obedience doesn't save us. It doesn't keep us saved. Obedience is simply the byproduct of our salvation, of being saved by grace through faith. There will always be that byproduct of loving obedience to the Lord and His Word. And, and, and it's not burdensome. It's not a bummer. We love to walk in obedience to the Word. But again, there are those who don't care about the Word of God. There are those who hate um, Jesus Christ. They hate the truth. And so for them, they're going to continue to get caught up in these delusions, uh, even with the elections uh, back in 2020. When you watch videos and you see them taking out tubs of votes that are there illegally, uh, when people are all the people who are witnesses are gone and it's illegal for them to do so, they continue to count uh, these, you know, and you see all these other videos and people are like, oh, no, that didn't happen. Oh, no, that didn't happen. And again, you see the deception. And I, I say it almost laughingly because it, it is, in a way, to me, humorous. Like, you, you watch these videos and, oh, no, that's not what's happening. What do you mean? What is happening then? Well, I don't know, but that's not what's happening. These are those who have been deceived because they refuse to love the truth and so be saved. It, it comes down to a thing of salvation. And then we see now within a lot of the news that Christians continue to be uh, the object for a lot of the left's hatred and vitriol. Yes, they're going after the Jews today ever since, uh, you know, with October 7th and Ham the attack with Hamas. Instead of getting angry with Hamas, one of the most vicious, vile, disgusting terrorist groups ever to grace, uh, not, I, I might even want to say that, ever to be on this planet. Uh, what they did and what they're continuing to do. They did a few things the other day, Hamas, where, oh, we have these three um, hostages. Oh, guess what? Two of the hostages are actually dead. We killed them. And then you have these people on the streets. What did, uh, I forget who it was, but they called, I think it was Stalin. They call them useful idiots. And these people who are marching on the streets and, oh, we support Hamas and this and that. Uh, and it's it's honestly disgusting is, is the things that they say about the Jews and the vileness and the hatred. Um, and sadly, so many churches and Christians that go right along with this stuff. We need to be careful. Uh, in the news, uh, we have so many things happening in the news. I'll be honest, it was like uh, birth pangs. As, as Jesus said, the last days, these signs will be like birth pangs. Uh, they'll kind of come really strong, and then they'll hold back, and then they'll come. And, and you know, if you've had a wife with a had a baby, I've been around that. You've seen it; it comes faster and faster and faster. These, you know, um, birth pangs. And so, 
Uh, there's so many things happening. If you if you've listened to me the last few weeks, a couple of months, oh, it's kind of slowing down a little bit. It's kind of the in between with the birth pains. Well, we've been hit full on uh, this last week to week and a half. Um, I want to start talking about here's is um, out of New York. Uh, there's a news agency called Queen City News uh, in their politics section. Here's the headline: Four more years, chance. Uh, drowned out protested Biden speech at Charleston Church. So here we have in Charleston, uh, South Carolina, uh, in a man, it's called Mother Emanuel African Methodist Episcopal Church. Uh, they have Biden there giving political speeches from the pulpit. You can go online and watch this. And they had some protesters there, Hamas protesters yelling at Biden. Um, but that's not the story I want to really talk about. Nobody talks about, hey, wait a minute, if a conservative even talks about any kind of poli- quote-unquote politics from the pulpit, uh, they get threatened. Oh, they're going to take away your 501c3. They're going to take away your nonprofit. By the way, it's not theirs to take away. Uh, it, it's they, they are not, the government has no say in what is said from the pulpit, period. And here's a great example. Here, the, here's President Biden speaking at a church. Imagine, you know, the uproar if I just got up and talked about politics from the from the pulpit, which I do, by the way. I don't care because here's the thing: number one, if if we don't as pastors, who will? Uh, number two, the gospel doesn't just cover. Uh, what other people say it covers. In other words, you can talk about anything, just don't talk about politics. No, the gospel covers politics too. So as a pastor, it's my responsibility to talk about politics at times. Now, if you come to our church, we go chapter by chapter through the Bible Wednesday nights. We go verse by verse through a book of the Bible uh, Sunday mornings. It, it's not all about politics, but when the Scripture dictates, and we're talking about things in the Scripture uh, that are relevant for today. I don't. I will not even blink an eye at saying, "Hey, this isn't a political issue. This is a moral issue," and that's really what it comes down to, isn't it? Moralities, and we have all been given the gift. I believe it is a gift to vote, to be citizens here in the United States. There are millions, if not billions, of people around the world that would love to come here to have the rights that we have. And so I believe as, as American citizens, God has given us rights um, to be, <laughs> to vote. And as you read in Matthew chapter 25, I believe this is one of the talents that God has given us with to be responsible for. So why wouldn't a pastor talk about these things? Of course we will. We should. I believe it's a responsible thing to do. Now, again, I'm not saying that that's all you talk about. It's one of those things that you talk about just like you'll talk about uh, abortion or you'll talk about homosexuality or you'll talk about other things happening. But to me, it's all within the context of the Scripture. What are you teaching on that day? And, and not going, well, let's let's try to make it talk about this. If I have something to say that's not in the Scriptures, I'll wait till after the study's over as we're getting ready to leave, and I might say a few comments about, hey, this is what's happening in the country today. Let's keep it in prayer. Let's remember what God's Word says and, 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 and move on. But we can't be afraid because the left sure isn't afraid of breaking that rule uh, as they do over and over again. Um, here's another story, BBC News reporting. Uh, Swedish alarm after defense chiefs war warning. So in Sweden, uh, they've been uh, basically telling their people get there could be war in Sweden. So um, I've read a lot of different stories this last week to where they've been getting ready for war uh, to be attacked as they're you know wanting to um, move forward doing what they're doing. And so uh, it's kind of interesting to see what what they're doing and to see. Um, them preparing for war. The Bible, Jesus said, there'll be wars, rumors of wars. So that's just one place. So, and there's a whole bunch of different places. Uh, if, if I don't get to the stories, I mean, there, uh, China's threatening Taiwan again. Uh, North Korea is sending off interpol- intercontinental missiles. Um, <laughs> Iran is threatening to have, you know, basically to have the nuclear weapon. Iraq is threatening Iran. Uh, the war in the Middle East is still continuing with uh, you know, go, what's going on in Israel. And Lebanon is now threatening to, to invade Israel. So I'm just saying there are so many things happening now, uh, just this last week, that it's almost like somebody opened this door uh, and all these things um, just pour forth. 
Uh, here's a different story. We're kind of going back and forth with the stories. The Daily Mail reporting, scientists develop many brains made out of aborted fetuses that could revolutionize neuroscience, quote unquote. I, you know, it, this is one of the things that disgusts me about abortion. Um, first of all, you are murdering a baby when they say fetus. Remember that fetus literally means in the Latin baby in the womb. Um, it doesn't say it doesn't mean growth in the womb. It literally means fetus is baby in the womb uh, in the Latin. So as they kill these babies now, apparently, you know, we've always we've already known this uh, specifically in the last three or four years. There's been many stories coming out. Planned Parenthood selling baby parts and different things. Well, over in this is in England. Scientists are developing mini brains made out of aborted fetuses that could revolutionize neuroscience. Now, this is the Daily Mail, if I can remind you, a main news source over in England. This isn't some far right weird, you know, thing. This is they're taking the brains from babies that they have aborted. Now, again, notice how they don't call it aborted babies because they're lying and they're deceiving. Um, so they're these mini brains. So again, if this was just a fetus with a blob of tissues, how would it have a brain? Anyways, they're taking these brains and they're trying to make um, basically these computerized brains, revolutionize uh, neuroscience. And uh, I, I just, it makes me want to cry. It makes me want to be angry at the same time. It's just so disgusting. It's one of the reasons that I wouldn't get the vaccine when it came out because they were, you know, all the vaccines that they were doing for COVID had at the very least been tested uh, with aborted baby cells. And um, some of them actually were made with the remains of aborted baby cells. And so I just, yeah, I, I, I just reject all of that. I think this is bar barbarism. It's wickedness. Um, and uh, it goes against clearly the word of God, thou shalt not kill, and uh, or excuse me, thou shalt not murder. Uh, and so and then that's clearly murderer. They're murdering these little babies in the womb, taking their lives. And if I can encourage you, though, I always I have to put this in because of the days we're living in. If you've had an abortion or you know someone who's had an abortion, just know that there is forgiveness at the cross of Jesus Christ. There's forgiveness for every sin to, to come to him, repent, turn away from that sin, acknowledge that it was wrong, and find forgiveness at the cross of Jesus Christ. I uh, just want to, you know, put that out there and... Uh, it just, yeah. Here's the next story, another one story by the Daily Mail. And it kind of goes hand in hand because I think the reason they're doing this thing with the aborted babies and their brains, trying to make these hybrid brains, uh, because of this next story. Notice here's the headline George Carlin's daughter blasts hour long AI generated comedy special starring her father 15 years after he died, saying, quote, no machine will ever replace his genius, unquote. So I think the reason they're using these aborted baby brains is they're trying to come up with AI, artificial intelligence, um, and the, the, because again, a, a human brain is <laughs> worth probably all the computers in the world. Still, it, it has more power. That's how God created it, uh, and so they want to continue to um, create artificial intelligence. And, and again, Satan's fully behind this too, because it will help him to have that control over the world, almost the godlike control that he's going to have at one point over the world. Um, and so I think that that's part of the reason they continue to push AI. And I think, as you see, I saw uh, some things with John Wayne and with others, uh, with Elvis Presley and, and many other stars, they're starting to make these videos that they really weren't there. Uh, and so here you see with George Carlin that this AI was, you know, artificial intelligence, made it look like George Carlin was there, made it sound, you know, it doesn't sound great, perfect yet, but it's getting there. So all of a sudden they can put George Carlin doing this comedy show or they can put you or me robbing a grocery store uh, on video. Um, but again, the wickedness behind what they're doing is is just terrible. Uh, here's another story. Political reporting. American intel officials warn risk of Hezbollah attacking United States. Um, so, and again, they're talking about that Hezbollah uh, and terrorist groups like ISIS, um, they're warning that, hey, that they're going to try the same style 
attack that they did in Israel here in the United States. And, and remember what they did. Uh, they went to these outlying areas in Israel that were near the borders, and they just basically went in and attacked them and then retreated before any help could come. How much you know, firepower do we really have along most of our borders? We see down on our southern border, it's very porous. People coming in and out, even up here in the, you know, we're up in the Pacific Northwest, they could come in across Canada, I think, fairly easy, any kind of force, and do a lot of damage just within a few hours to the people that were there and then just leave. But the destruction that they brought, the raping and murdering and burning kids in ovens, I mean, they, it's just disgusting, and it brought terror. And I think that now you have the United States Justice Department warning us, hey, be on guard, be watching for these things. Uh, and so, again, just uh, pretty crazy. Um, a lot of stories I've noticed, again, about um, New York Post 10-foot-tall large beings seen traversing Brazilian island as alien rumors swirl. Uh, you know, and then another story, the Irish star UFO piles uh, past or flies past pilot as audio report to air traffic control emerges. And so again, we see all these things about UFOs coming out. Um, and, and the Lord said that there would be these, you know, definitely these things happening in the skies. Um, and put that along with the deception, a lot of the demonic deception. And I think that we kind of see uh, what will be happening. Uh, so I'm not really, I used to, when I was a kid, I liked all the shows about UFOs and Bigfoot and different things. And uh, now I just see most of it as just deception. And um, so, again, we do have, you know, going back to the days of Noah, you have those uh, sons of Adam, if you will, and or the sons of God. And what were those beings, the Nephilim? Uh, and again, we have to be careful, by the way, and Paul makes it so clear in First and Second Timothy and in Titus, be careful about getting caught up in all the things about genealogies and all these different things, uh, the Nephilim, and we don't. There, there's no warnings in the New Testament about watching for the Nephilim. That's not one of the signs that Jesus gave. Now, what as it was in the days of Noah, you might be able to make a little bit of a case. Well, maybe there'll be Nephilim again um, because wickedness is happening so much. I don't know. We'll see. But again, I don't get caught up in it, but I do pay attention to it. Uh, so we see, again, all these things happening um, around the world. And I think, again, as we're, we're continuing on, uh, we're seeing more and more things happening around the world. Uh, here's another story by the Daily Mail. Iran declares it is behind seizure of U.S. oil crude tanker uh, in the Gulf of Oman. After five military men boarded the vessel amongst uh, mounting Middle East tensions after UK warship shot down Houthi rebel rockets. So again, we have this continuing um, thing happening down in the Gulf of Oman. And to be honest with you, if Iran declared that it was behind the seizure of a U.S. crude oil tanker, that's an act of war. And it shows us a lot that we're not going to war over this. Um, and it's kind of a sad thing because it's just signaling to the world, well, go ahead. We don't mind what you do. We don't care what you do. And we're going to continue to do this wickedness. And again, I don't want any war. That's, that's not my heart. But we have to stand up against the wickedness or the wickedness will consume. That's just sadly the, the way of the world. Um, you know, d different things again happening uh, within our culture, within the country, within the world. Um, here's another story. U.S.-U.K. launch massive strike on Red Sea shipping terrorists uh, in Yemen. Uh, so again, a lot of these terrorists are coming out of Yemen, and so uh, the we've uh, attacked them. And if you uh, read there in Ezekiel, it talks about Cush and Put. Uh, and basically, Cush would be part, or excuse me, Yemen would be part of what's described as Cush in the, you know, there in the, um, in Ezekiel, uh, talking about the last days. So again, it's all setting up. As we see here, you know, as CBN is reporting that the U.S. now launch a retaliatory strike. Uh, and so again, it's not war, um, but we're just, we're going to, they seized one of our oil vessels, so we're going to bomb a few things. So it's, it's kind of crazy. Um, 
Blaze Media has a very disturbing story. I have to say it. If there's young kids in the room, you might want to turn the radio off or, or have them read, leave for a few minutes. But um, a very disturbing story. You know, and the Bible says it'll be as it was in the days of Noah, as it was in the days of Lot. Um, both times, a lot of sexual perversion, especially in the days of Lot, Sodom and Gomorrah, just very um, sexually perverted. Uh, and then it also, the Bible says, where the love of many uh, will wax cold, or the natural love of many, uh, Paul describes it. Uh, and so here's the story. The headline says, Seven men on film game-raping, gang-raping toddlers at popular Texas mall posting videos to dark web, FBI says. So the FBI has accused seven men of gang-raping two toddlers. Um, the story is very disgusting. It's it's de- very deprived as, uh, you know, these guys are caught on film. And, and they did this in a mall in, in Texas. Uh, in, I guess, one of the family bathrooms is uh, this fellow is being trusted to watch these two kids of two ladies who were working at the mall. He was working at the mall at the same time. And then they got six other fellows and they raped these little toddlers. I, I, there's no words. It's just so heinous uh, that I can't even describe it. But uh, yeah, again, the, these are things that are going to continue to get worse and worse. And um uh, just, oh, man, please pray for those little toddlers and for justice. I uh, can't imagine being the moms and dads either. Uh, here's another story. Uh, ABC News reporting multiple, multiple earthquakes hit Oklahoma City metro area, including two at 4.4 magnitude. Now, again, Oklahoma uh, City is not known for its earthquakes, and so uh, there was, again, a, a series of many different earthquakes, at least two that were 4.4, which are, you know, decent sized. Again, does this mean the end of the world? No, but it is one of the things to be looking for. Remember the word there. Jesus said there'll be great earthquakes all over the world. Um, the word earthquakes there is where we, you know, get our English word seismology from, or seis- and it's seismos in the Greek. And But it literally means in the Greek there, a tempest over the land or over the sea. So it's not just talking or under the earth, excuse me, as well. So that would be the earthquake part. But it's not just talking about earthquakes. It's also talking about weather. So it's an interesting thing to see that all these different things are happening. And again, along with the weird weather we've been having, um, you have Oklahoma here um, having, you know, and they said they had at least 10 earthquakes. Actually, some say it was many more. Uh, earthquakes as well in that area. So again, we just keep our eyes on that and look around the world, what's happening with that, uh, with other weather uh, and stuff that's happening. Um, Here's another story. Turkey launched airstrikes in Iraq and Syria, destroying bunkers, shelters, and oil facilities. We're seeing a lot more things happening under the, the rumors of war and wars category, if you will. Uh, And so Turkey carried out a series of airstrikes, Fox News reporting, uh, in neighboring Iraq and Syria, according to its defense ministry. Um, and they also, you know, other countries as well, you know, it says that came as U.S. and other countries struck Yemen on Friday and Saturday. Uh, and so it's interesting to see they were in response, it says, to an attack on a Turkish military base in Iraq that left nine Turkish soldiers dead. So here's another story again, and this would be under wars and rumors of wars. Biden gives blunt message to Taiwan following presidential election. We do not support independence, unquote. Now, this is from Mediate magazine, a very liberal um, publication. Uh, And so here's the thing. Biden has gone back and forth on this issue. We've reported many times over the last, you know, his presidency that he's been going back and forth, back and forth, because uh, Chi over China it wants Biden to say, hey, we're not going to support Taiwan. Uh, they're already an independent Taiwan. It's And that's the crazy thing, right? And we've agreed, we have an agreement, a treaty with them that we will help protect them if they're attacked. So these kind of signals that, that our president is giving, but again, it it kind of almost leaves the door open to China to, to a point. Uh, so again, wars and rumors of wars. And so uh, just craziness continues. And now also... Uh, the Bible says in a couple different places that there'll be a great falling away. Jesus said this. Um, Paul said this. He describes it in 2 Timothy chapter 3. In 1 Timothy, he talks about how they'll be giving heed to doctrines of demons. 
Um, but here you go. Here's a church. by. This is an article by psych.org. It says, Church Without God, How Secular Congregations Fill a Need for Some Non-Religious Americans. Uh, so basically, they're talking about that some 30% of adults in the United States say they have no religious affiliation and only half attended church worship services regularly. Um, you know, so again, this, these numbers are going down and down, those who say that they are Christians. Um, but it's interesting because now they're trying to start these atheist churches, and it basically, uh, in their words, it says they often mimic religious organizations by using the language and structure of a church. Um, but again, it's not based on worship of God. Um, but to basically <laughs> worship each other, uh, worship the creation, worship whatever uh, they want to worship. Um, you know, and basically it says here that they describe their values as good without a God. Um, and so they put forth these values, if you will, and expect people to live by them. Um, it's just, again, crazy, wicked. You see people turning away. Um, from God, but still wanting that religiosity. It's interesting to note because, um, again, if you don't believe there is a God, that just doesn't make any sense, does it? Um, but I believe that God has built it into every living human being. The Bible makes this very clear, a knowledge of God. Um, and so, and that is what we were created to do, to worship Him, uh, to bring Him glory, but also to fellowship with Him. And so there's this thing within us, this innate thing that is created within us, to have fellowship and to be worshiping God, um, to know God. That's why you go to the you go to any um, uh, tribe in the middle of nowhere in the world, and they worship something. Uh, Native American Indians they worship different gods. Uh, every culture has always worshipped different gods, um, and, and even I would say that today, the, the when you bring up you know climate change and you bring up um, golly, a lot of the wokeism, when you bring up homosexuality and transgenderism, when you bring up, um, you know, just all these different things, uh, these are religions. Because if you speak against them, oh man, they're, they're, the hatred comes right out, the, the vitriol comes at you like crazy. And it, these are religions. And if we look at them as religions, it helps us to minister to those and witness to those people a lot better. If you look at, you know, uh, the different science, a lot of the different sciences, is it's not based on fact. Evolution is not based on fact. Evolution is still categorized as a theory, um, the theory of evolution, because it's not a fact. But people act like it's a fact, and they teach it like it's a fact, and, and then that's become now a religion. So, again, it, it's just pretty crazy. Here's an ad that came up on my computer when I was looking at different articles uh, and it says, Artificial Intelligence and Your Church. Featuring brand new search research from Barna, uh, we'll have a webinar to explore how artificial intelligence is impacting church ministry. Uh, there's a lot of churches now that are seeking to bring in artificial intelligence into their church. I think sometimes people are just trying to be cool. The pastors are trying to be cool and hip and up to date instead of godly and holy and men who are teaching the Word of God. Look, we're not called to be cool and hip. We're not called to be relevant. We are called to be lovers of Jesus Christ. We are called to walk and be holy as he who has called us is holy. We are called to walk with our God, humbly with our God. And we are called to go out and make disciples of all men. We're not called to be cool and hip. Uh, it's just a crazy and sad thing that we live in times when, when, when so many people um, put this out there, especially, again, within the church uh, in different things. Now, here's an interesting story. Uh, it says American Military News, and they're actually a very good news source. It says this headline, Mysterious Disease X to be discussed by world leaders. Now, it's interesting because the world leaders they're talking about are the World Economic Forum, and... Uh, <laughs> And even the World Health Organization, which is really just a Chinese, uh, you know, overseen by the Chinese. Um, but the World Economic Forum, here they are. They're going to be talking about diseases and different things. And this disease X is supposed to be, you know, what, 20 times more deadly than corona and all these different things. And 
It's just interesting as you see the Bible says clearly there will be a one world order, one world leader, one world government, a one world monetary system, and a one world religion. And we see this just coming together uh, through things like this. Um, here's an interesting story. Neoscope reports headline, Doctors Alarmed by Young People Getting Cancer at Unprecedented Rates. Uh, the patients are getting younger. The story or the headline uh, goes on. So it says people below the age of 50 are getting cancer more than ever before, and doctors are simply stumped as to why. Now, it's interesting. I remember uh, when the COVID vaccines came out, and I forget the fellow's name, but the fellow who was one of the co-inventors of mRNA technology um, basically came out and he said, uh, he's a doctor, and he said, look, this isn't what this mRNA technology is for. They shouldn't use this to, 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 to treat this. Um, if, if they use it, you're going to see things like heart problems. You're going to see cancer at, at an unprecedented rates and a few other things. And here we are a few years later now seeing cancer at unprecedented rates, according to this story. Again, and they're not blaming it, by the way. This story doesn't blame it on the vaccine. I'm just saying, can there be a connection in what they said when it first came out? Here's another story under earthquakes, if you will. A volcano erupts in Iceland, flowing lava reaches fishing town. So again, uh, you know, earth, uh, volcanoes erupt every day. Let's just put that in the back of that, you know, hat thing, if you will, uh, and see what's going on. Here's another interesting uh, story. Uh, headline, White House evacuates non-essential personnel due to pro-Hamas -vi pro violent protest outside. Uh, so the U.S. Secretary of State, or excuse me, Secret Service, ordered a temporary evacuation of non-essential White House personnel and journalists on Saturday as a mass protest again, uh, against Israel took place outside the White House gates. So again, you have these things happening. And why aren't they arresting all these people again for insurrection? You, you, you can't not tie this into January 7th, the way they're treating this, because it's it's... It's apples and apples, but they're not treating it that way. Uh, just, again, the wickedness, the deception continues uh, to uh, go on. And uh, just crazy, crazy stuff happening. Uh, here's another story. Um, I, there's a fellow named Nicholas Pinnock, you know, basically on how his portrayal of Jesus Christ in the book of Clarence is changing the paradigm. Now, this is Variety. Uh, magazine, uh, internet service. Uh, they've been around forever, entertainment world variety. Um, basically, they say this new biblical epic hitting cinema screens this weekend, but as a vastly different than Mary, than many um, that have come before it. Um, it goes on to say Jeremy Samuel's book of Clarence, the British musician, film writer, lively follows up to his wildly energetic, all black Western, The Harder They Fall and gives the dusty sword and sandal genre a bold, funk-infused remix. And so basically it's an all-black cast about Jesus and Mary Magdalene and Virgin Mary. Um, and uh, basically it says here, Jesus Christ himself is played by an air of near-silent cool by Nicholas Pinnock, only to reveal to be an all-powerful man behind the robe later on in the film. You know... I, it's Jesus, by the way, wasn't white. Jesus wasn't black. He was Middle Eastern. He's Jewish. Um, and so I, I just don't like when we try to do things. And then, you know, it, just the whole story, if you read it, it's demeaning. They completely ignore the gospel uh, and then take it into this thing where I believe it, it turns into blasphemy. And um, it's just crazy how the world just doesn't care um, about blaspheming the Lord. And, uh, Here's a, in Washington state, we have a story here. It says, Washington House unanimously approves bill that would ban child marriages. So unanimously across the, the floor, Democrats and Republicans all agree uh, that Washington re residents who are 17-year-old um, are eligible uh, for a marriage as long as they have parental consent. So you can get married at 17, but no younger. Um Without a judge's approval, <laughs> and you know it's uh. Here's the thing: 
so they a, a kid can't get married till they're 17, really 18 without parental consent. Um, but they can go and have parts of their body cut off permanently in the name of, you know, this whole transgender movement. And it's disgusting. They can mutilate their bodies, quote unquote, legally. Um, and yet they can't go out and get married legally. Nobody thinks these things through. So they can go off and they can cut off certain parts of their body that can never be put on again the same. No matter what lies they tell you, they never can they put those body parts on the same. Or if they give in, you know, inhibitors, uh, you know, to, to, to boys or girls, um, hormone inhibitors, they can't reinject them 10 years down the road and then they'll be just like they were if they want to go back. And many have gone back, by the way, and they can't go all the way back ever. It's an impossibility. So again, they can do those things. They can destroy their body when they're five years old, according to these wicked people up in Washington legislature, right? And most of the news, a lot of your parents, but they can't get married. By the way, they can't smoke cigarettes either. Uh, by the way, they can't get a tattoo either. They can't shoot a gun. Uh, there's so many different things that they cannot do. Um, and yet they can go ahead and mutilate their bodies. It is the most wicked deception um, and just crazy. Uh, so again, we see the wickedness continuing to grow. Um, we see... The story continuing in Israel, and I wanted to come back to this too with Israel and Hamas, uh, the world of I. We see this wickedness continuing, the hatred continuing to, to, towards the Jews around the world, and and it is it's it's demonic, it is wicked, it is um, anti-intellectual besides being immoral, unmoral, and it's just crazy. Um, sincerely, and especially if churches and people who profess to be Christians uh, go out with this. Uh, as you read about, uh, you know, these tortured female soldiers that, you know, that are being tortured as they're being um, held captive. Uh, this one uh, lady who was um, a hostage, her name was Avia, or excuse me, Aviva Siegel. She testified that she had been held hostage in Gaza and basically, that she was one of the first ones released. But in her testimony, she said this, I met another kidnapped woman and basically said the blank a terrorist touched her. They didn't let me embrace her. They wouldn't let me embrace her. There was another female soldier there. They tortured her beside me. And I was witness to it, a witness to what happened there. It's unbearable. So they're continuing to torture their prisoners. This goes against the Geneva Convention. This goes against all the, the rules of war. And yet the world continues to condemn Israel. This is wicked. And again, I believe it's satanic, but it's also because people are just wicked. Oh, it's just crazy. Crazy stuff, you know. Um, more, uh, there's, you know, Gigi Hadid, Bella Hadid. Uh, Huda Katan, Angela Jolie, uh, Angelina Jolie, um, Rashad Talab, uh, Ilhan Omar. Uh, these are all this, you know, they're, they're crying out to these stars and these political figures saying, why is there no, this is why there's no ceasefire. And it shows these pictures of these girls who are being held hostage that, again, are being beaten and abused, tortured, and they're still in Gaza if they're still alive. Oh, it's so wicked. I, oh my goodness, Lord, help us and, and remember to pray for the peace of Jerusalem, to pray for the peace of Israel. And uh, it, it's just crazy, um, the wickedness that's happening. And, and make, be, be, don't be afraid. I keep saying this, but please don't be afraid to stand up against this wickedness because it's going to continue to get worse and worse. But we can't be afraid as Christians to stand up and say, hey, uh, this is wicked, wicked stuff. Now, as we're getting ready to close, time just goes so quickly. And, uh, you know, it's interesting as I, I was reading some different things, somebody sent me this beautiful article on uh, Martin Luther King Jr. And uh, I know that growing up, I was in the generation that was just after him. And I heard many different things that the FBI had been going after him and um, that basically um, all these different things had been said about Martin Luther King Jr. Um, and so um, here's the thing. Um, uh, this is one of the things that Martin Luther King said in one of his speeches. He said, quote, 
This is why I say that the doctrine of a black supremacy is, a danger, is as dangerous a doctrine as white supremacy. God is not interested in merely in the freedom of black men and brown men and yellow men, but God is interested in the freedom of the whole human race and the creation of society where all men will live together as brothers and every man will respect the dignity and worth of human personality, unquote. You know, it's interesting. He goes on to say, I like this, when culture's premise is that our worth is conditional and man-made, it will never get freedom right. Our inherent and irrevocable worth comes from God, not government, not science, not academia, not Hollywood, not sports celebrities, celebrities, unquote. Now, I have to agree with him 110%. And, you know, it's interesting because today we see the reverse racism coming in. And, well, this was like this for so long. Let's swing the pendulum back the other way. Uh, and then it's going to come back. Well, now, since it was that way, now we're going to be prejudiced. No, no. How about we just be and remember who we are, that God has created us, our freedoms come from God, and that especially as the Christian, uh, we are free in Christ. There is no longer uh, any colors. There's no longer any races. Uh, there's no longer even men and women in a way before the Lord. We're all equally saved. And we need to understand that all equally loved in the eyes of God. And yet, we don't become the children of God until we repent of our sins, believe in Jesus Christ, and are born again of his Holy Spirit. Hey, may the Lord bless you. May he keep you. Make his face shine upon you. And we always we always like to say, uh, we'll see you here, there, or in the air. God bless you. This has been Stay Awake Radio, and we thank you for joining us for today's broadcast. This program is aimed at informing you and inspiring you to get to know the God of the universe and to help your walk with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And we want you to participate. If you have a question about the end times or current events or both, please email them to Pastor Bill, and he'll answer them each week on the program. The email address for your questions or comments is info at stayawakeradio.org. That's info at stayawakeradio.org. You can also write us if you'd like to ask your question that way. Our mailing address is Stay Awake Radio, Post Office Box 55, Battleground, Washington, 98604. And of course, we want to invite you to visit our website at any time at stayawakeradio.org. That's stayawakeradio.org. Have a blessed week in the Lord, and be sure to set aside this same time next week for another edition of Stay Awake Radio with Pastor Bill Henry.